Cusack to the future. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Cusack to the future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. I almost said John. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to discuss our love for John Cusack. One movie at a time. Yeah, and sometimes uh, we get so tired of talking about something that we'd love for one whole season, like High Fidelity, so the following mini-season, right after that, which we call Tokyo Drift, we're going to talk about something for a short season that we don't love as much, but we just kind of want to get out of the way. I feel like if we're going to call this Tokyo Drift, then we have to establish like where in the timeline this would eventually be, right? Mm, interesting. So... Oh, wait. For us? <laughs> yeah. Where 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 would this season fall in between like the next couple of seasons, right? Cuz if we're talking Tokyo Griff, which which apparently just happened. Mhm. Right before 9. 9. Right? Huh, so does damn. this mean like we at come the end back of to this, this? <laughs> like I die at the end of the season then I'm gone for a few <laughs> seasons? <laughs> Then I reappear as like a super spy. And then it, just, sure. Cool. I've stopped trying to make sense of things. I know. I'm like, God, it's, it's like a... the Furious. They fought a submarine. Stop trying to logic this shit. Well, I'm just also like, wow, you guys spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on these souped up ass cars to steal DVD players. Mm-hmm. No problem for me there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, like it goes under the semi, which defies the laws of everything but sure see like all of that i i still bought in you could forgive i could forgive i don't think too much about it they fought a submarine i'm like okay you know whatever they drag a bank safe through the streets of london with two sports cars i'm like all right that's a lot of fucking horsepower on that so maybe the rock pulled down what a helicopter? A helicopter with a broken while arm. He, with a broken while he's holding a fucking jeep or something. Yes. And he was just like ah, and I was yeah. like, all right, get it, Dwayne. But the minute they are like John Cena and Vin Diesel are brothers, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment there too where I was like, oh, they stretching with this one. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> they stretching, and then also. Oh, I was like, ooh, they darkened up Cena. I don't know I how know. I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. You still haven't seen it, huh? I've seen parts of it, but the fact that she goes, you must have gotten all the other genes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the, I what think, is happening, uh, God? Sh- sh- at least Theron was just like talking about his Nordic ancestry, where I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Are they supposed to be full blood brothers? Uh, unclear or, or half brothers. Half Probably I could, half, half I could get away with. Yeah, but I don't like that they darkened him up. Yeah, they're just like let's. I was like, oh, do you not, do you not see what this is? <laughs> don't don't we have like a whole thing about it already? <laughs> You're just gonna do. All right, cool. Brown face, awesome. All right. But I mean, you know, Charlize Theron's and dreads, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing makes sense. Like <laughs> I still, it's I still stand by that. That well, I mean, she is African, yeah. South African. <laughs> I was like, why does she have dreads? What is this? <laughs> it's 
Fast and Furious. We're not supposed to think about stuff. I know. Every, every, I feel like things were okay with me with the movies. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Universal and went on the ride. <laughs> I forgot that ride. I forgot that we went on that ride. Like, I was watching Fast 7 the uh-huh. other day, the other week, like, leading up to Fast 9. Then I was like, oh, shit. And, like, because I've been watching a lot of Disney videos on YouTube, like I mentioned uh, last episode, in mm-hmm. preparation for the Disney trip that we're going on. They've yeah. randomly been pushing, like, Universal Studios, like, just theme park stuff at me on my YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit, there's a Fast and Furious ride. For, so for, like, a brief sec, I was like, we don't have tickets to Disney on the Sunday of the weekend that we're, or Saturday of the weekend that we're going. I was like, we can go Frankenstein's, and I can go check out this Fast and Furious ride since I've never ridden it before. And then you told me, you're like, we've ridden that ride before, John. Yes. I don't yes, remember it. Because it was attached to like the tour of King the park. King Kong, right? Yeah, it was attached to the, the tour of the park. So, but I love the t- tram tour. Like, I love the King Kong. Yeah, you don't remember when we went to the cave, and then all of a sudden it was like family. <laughs> yeah, family is everything. Yeah, there's so many memes of like those family jokes now. I love it all over Instagram. It's great. He's all about family, except his real blood family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, except I'm you. All... Okay, well, I mean, you know. John Cena, yeah. blood. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, um, we're still. I'm still very excited for our trip. So that's still going to be thing yeah. that I, I randomly away. put into conversations, huh? How many days away? Thirty five days away. I have a little widget on my monitor that's tracking it for me. Just because, like, I don't trust calendars. I never did. Especially when all of a sudden we started planning this, like, almost ninety days out, like three months ago. It's already fucking July. I don't even know. I know. I don't know how it's July already. Like. I don't know either. Like I was supposed to. <laughs> I was supposed to be done with something by June 3rd. And uh-huh. I am not done with that thing. I am almost nine days into that thing where I'm just <laughs> like. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck the world. Fuck everything. Like, I was thinking about it the other day. It's such an unhealthy way to look at it. But I was just like, if I tried to bullet point the things that I did this year, or just the things that I'm aware happened this year, it becomes a very sad list. Because I was just like, people, fuck it. Like, January 6th, the fucking the thing at the I Capitol I was thinking happened. that, too. You know, that seemed like it was just so yesterday. Long- <laughs> it was so both- for you it was so long ago no, for no, me I- no no it was both just yesterday and years ago yeah right and i just because i and saw then- everything come up about january 6th again and i was like oh yeah that happened that happened and i was just like that was <laughs> six months ago and i was like all right so that's one bullet point and then the next bullet point is uh end of high fidelity season mm-hmm. season break Maybe start planning a Disney trip. Disney trip is happening. Maybe start P90X. P90X isn't happening. <laughs> and then now we're here. Oh, and then I saw Fast 9. And then now we're here. Like I, f- I, f- you, I feel like we also just need to, when we start thinking about like what we need to do, I think what, in, in preparation, John, is that we need to walk to a place, get the richest food they have, eat it in 10 minutes 
and then go stand in line somewhere else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like walking, eating, like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have some type of sweet thing in my hand all day. <laughs> Either yeah. a caramel apple or like a churro or like a funnel cake. Like something is always going, I'm just going to be a snacker all day. And then when we sit down for dinner and be like, I will have the salad. <laughs> yeah. And also the nine course meal prefixed. Thank you. Because Disneyland just makes you both hungry and not hungry at the same time. Yeah. Like, see, and that'd be a good training. Like I did, at first I was just like, oh, that'd be cool. I was like, I could go to Target. I'll get a hot dog, an icy and fucking <laughs> random like Target food court food and then walk around Target for like eight hours. <laughs> I, I feel like Disneyland training. food is a little bit better than a Target hot dog though, bro. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ! Pretty right, arrest right there. That's <laughs> <No. laughs> the Kmart cookies, dude. You're just like okay. Just me for seven hours walking around one Target. They're like that dude just keeps ordering hot dogs and walking around. Oh, I've straight up done that. I've been at Target for hours for no fucking reason. Yeah, that's called Saturday for me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys unload that truck yet? Any GI Joe figures back there? <laughs> John, like we said three hours ago, please come back next week. Yeah, we'll call you, man. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> I don't trust it. John? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's going to be an interesting experience to go with all of us. Yeah. Especially since we have some pretty, like... I don't, I don't want to say strong-minded people, but like... Mm-hmm. People who kind of know the park a little bit more are like, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. I'm like, can we just chill? Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like I... I'm, I'm going to be like that in certain places where I'm like, we need to get this ride right now. We need yeah. to go get the fast pass. We need to go. We need to run. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, see, and for like... me, I'm just like, I don't know anything about Disney really. Like, I, I think I mentioned last time I went was like when I was nine, however long ago that yeah. was. So for me, I'm just like, I, I tried researching stuff and then you told me to stop because you're like, you're spoiling it. So now I'm just like, all right, just be ready for anything. Yeah, just be and, ready. And like, my thing is like, and like I've always, for me, going to Disneyland was like seeing Avengers Campus, but mostly seeing a, like Millennium Falcon. You know, like everyone knows how much I love the Millennium Falcon. So I'm just worried, like we're going to get to Disneyland and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in the Falcon. Y'all can pick me up. Next seven hours, I'm just gonna sit here. Nah, dude, just go back to the pool and change every five minutes. Yeah. Just have a fashion show of all the swimming trunks that you brought for no <laughs> goddamn reason. I just overpack for all the trips that I go to. It's fine. I want to be ready. It's fine to overpack. Like I was at the mall with Mimi the other day, and then I got super excited because I saw that they're having this sale, like their summer sale. And I was like, $7 swim trunks. And I got like five of them because our hotel that we're staying at has a pool. So I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, we're going to go swimming every night. And then she's like, are you though? And she's like, aren't you going to be tired from Disney? I was like, yeah, maybe. And then she's like, why do you need that many? And she's like, why can't you just reuse the shorts that you get and like get maybe one or two? And I was like, all right, fine. Logic. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it's also like it's true. It's right, but you, yeah, you you gotta get your favorites, bro. You can't be like, this is cool, this is cool, this is okay. But there's seven dollars. Like that's how we there's... get into the predicaments of like we can't have anything else in our goddamn rooms because number one, it's on sale, and number two, we don't have to say we don't have like the capacity of saying only one. Yeah, and like before this trip, I haven't been swimming in like several years I, like I, again i don't know what i'm gonna do it's not like and i live by the beach it's not like yep it's sunday morning time to go to the no i don't go to the water because i drown all the time so yeah it's probably a good call not buying seven pairs of swimming trunks just the so. fact that okay oh, god damn it what? <laughs> i'm just like every every time that i'm like in a group there's always people like yeah swimming pool yeah like yeah ocean oh yeah i don't know how to swim grace make sure to do your lifeguarding shit and i'm like again that means i have to pick a favorite <laughs> yeah oh so this is tokyo drift i am gonna die at the end of the season <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> i'm pretty sure everyone else knows how to swim though bro and also you're not gonna go into deep waters well, that's what we say now, but I mean, everyone in Tokyo Drift knew how to drive, but Han is the one who died. Just... No, he didn't! <laughs> <laughs> well, for a few movies he did, and then he came back, so I'm going to die at the end of the for season. For a few movies, for like two. <laughs> Whatever. It's hard timelines. I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, whatever timelines, but whatever it's time just lines. like... You, as long as you don't dive off a diving board, and I swear to God, if you do, I will, I will hook you. Instead of going in after you, I will just grab the hook and jab you in the ribs. Because <laughs> I can see it now. You're like John. Don't dive in. Cut to like three minutes later, me jumping off the high board. Hey guys, everyone, look at my shorts, number three of seven. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time anyone saw me until. Uh... She's set to the future season nine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the pool is going to be an interesting thing because I don't know who else is going to be there. Like within our group or strangers? Strangers. Because oh. then no one's going to have their mask on at the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. trying to get that, you know, airline variant. Runner. So. Yeah. You have an underwater Aquaman coronavirus. <laughs> just like, you guys stay over there. I don't trust any of you bitches. Yeah. That's going to be such a weird thing, especially in Disneyland. Oh, I'm keeping mine on at Disney. Fuck that. Yeah. I have a fashion Star Wars one. Like, I am not taking that one off. Like, so many mask places online like, uh, have, like, really good sales now for masks because, like, it's not mandatory. So it's just... If you want a mask, here it is. It's fashion. They have so much stock now that uh, it's pretty good deals if you want a fashion mask. I have a bunch of them. I bought all of them during the pandemic when we were supposed to wear masks. When we're supposed to be wearing them. So, yeah. So, probably because I have my Star Wars mask and then Mm -hmm. I was trying to find a good Little Mermaid one, but I'm okay off of that one. Oh, so... One of my favorite things, uh, which reminds me, I wanted to ask, because one of my favorite things from last season is when we did our top five list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so since now we're not doing top five lists all the time, and since I'm not watching Disney vlogs per your recommendation, 
<laughs> I, I feel have a top like five list. It's okay. Cause I was going to say the ask. question of this season should just be, what is your purpose in the world or what is it? How did you, I don't, I don't, what did that. you do That's... to earn your place in this crowded ass? World? I'm going to go around and ask that to people in the park. What did you do today to earn your place in this crowded, crowded theme park? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that in the bindle bus. What did you do? <laughs> I hate this. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I don't want any of the fucking darkness of Utopia. Okay, okay, okay. What's the top five then? (laughs) Top five is like, what are your favorite rides for Disney? Rides. Okay. Rides. Because rides is the most, like, the thing you look forward to most for your trip, right? For me, yeah. Okay. Other than pressed pennies, it's rides. Because the majority of, like, Disney food... Um, the last couple of times that I went, I went with some, some people who had dietary restrictions. Mm -hmm. So like I tried to stay away from certain foods or it was like, you know, we just brought our own food Mm -hmm. to eat and, and just kind of focus on the rides and not have to like freak out about having to find food or like what could be eaten and stuff like, yeah, what could be eaten, but also like I can eat in the line versus like um having to go somewhere sit down order get all that stuff so like we'd bring sandwiches and and like snacks and stuff like that and then if we got really 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 hungry for like a sit-down meal we would sit down but so like the food for me in disney are like whispers of memories i guess Mm -hmm. like i i do have a set list of food i want to try now Mm-hmm. you know so many years divorced from or divorced so many years um distant from disney like i i there are things i do want to try again or just try in general mm-hmm. um unfortunately like a lot of that we can't have because it's either not open available or like we couldn't get reservations mm-hmm. but the big thing for me is like yeah the rides okay and so, so like what- at what are your top five rides? At um, should we just so, do Disneyland or DCA or just Disney? We can West? do Disney in general. Okay. So like for me, um, my favorite ride, my f- my favorite rides, um, are are scattered through both parks. Mm-hmm. Like I love Cars, the Cars one. I forgot what it's called. But like you're in a car, <laughs> okay. And that one's just—it's a beautiful Radiator um, Springs. Yes, Radiator Springs. Okay. So it's a beautiful ride the way they did it. And there are some places where it's like really strategic that the sun comes over a certain part, and it's fucking beautiful. The music mm-hmm. swells. I think everything about it's really fun. And then at the end, you have like a racing part. Okay. Um, th- like I absolutely love that one. That one when I would go would always break down though. Really. Yeah, and if you didn't have fast pass tickets, like if you didn't get there in time to get them, then you would have to do a really long wait. And that's at the California side. Mm-hmm. So you, so we should probably do that early then, huh? I would like get us to out. do that one early. Okay. Um, but and I you mean, tried explaining that to me. You said you race at the end. It's random. Like how? I don't. I'm, I still you race the, the car racing. that was either in front of you or in back of you. So like. Since we have such a huge party, there's nine of us. They're probably going to break us up into like two I cars. I think you right? can. F- That's a big ass yeah. car. So f- yeah, 
So so I think you could fit at most a six. So probably be like five and four. Okay. Right. And then if you're, if the way that it is, then you usually race against your other party. If you're that big. Okay. So there's a chance we're going to be racing the other half of our party. Yeah. So it's not always like left car always wins, right car always. Okay. And there's nothing you can do. It's not like you. No, it just goes. It just goes, and you're just kind of on for the ride. Yeah, and oh, then, man. um, and then there are one of two endings. So you oh, either yeah. end up in, you either end up in like the car fixing place, or you end up in like a, like a, another car fixing place. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Is that dependent on whether you win or not? No. So like, winner goes here. Oh, so no. oh shit! So you have to. It's just whatever track you're on. Oh. I've every time I've gone, I've only been able to get one specific ending. And that's when I was on both both tracks. Okay. So I think it's just chance. Interesting. Yeah. So Radiator Springs I super, super love. Midway Mania, the Toy Story one. Mm-hmm. It's a 3D interactive ride. Okay. And I fucking love it. And I get so competitive on that one. That's a score, right? Yeah. Like so it tells you what, who it tells you who got best in car, and I am like a monster at it. So they're saying that's what the new Spider Man ride is at Avengers Campus. Oh, so it's very competitive too, but it's Spider Man themed. Oh, but a lot of people are mad because they're saying like you could buy upgrade tech, so you could get like upgraded <gasps> web shooters, which is like cheating, cheating. But it's like souvenirs for kids and stuff, or people who want to up their score. And then on top of, so the web shooters will shoot out like three webs per shot. <gasps> Cheating! But not only that, they have other upgrades. So you could get like Iron Man Repulsor Tech, which will upgrade those three web shots. So the more money you spend <gasps> for that, the higher score you get. It's Vegas. Yeah, it's fucking Disney Vegas. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't like that. I don't like that, Disney. So... I don't know how I feel about that. We'll see. Yeah. None of us are getting the upgrades. I kind of want the Tony Stark upgrade because it has a fan in it. So I might not, like, even if I, like, I want to stay cool, like I said, because I overheat. Are they just so it looks ringlets? Like, huh? Are they ringlets? Like, wrist, wrist things? Yeah. So it looks like his uh, repulsor prototype from Iron Man 1 where it's just, like, a bunch of bands on his fucking wrist. But then the repulsor on his wrist has a little fan on it. So I kind of want to get that. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it's a viable gift or a, vi- a viable souvenir. Because, John, I'm going to tell you there's so many other things that are going to be cooler. I know. That can help you outside of winning. and Not winning. Cheating at the Spider-Man yeah. game. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, for the price, it's like a really expensive fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Yeah. So those are the two that I absolutely love in in um so far, DCA. Uh, DCA. Yeah. A, a close mention to there is The Little Mermaid, but it's The Little Mermaid. Like mm-hmm. I love The Little Mermaid. Is that your favorite Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um The the ride itself is it's just a sit down dark ride, so it's fine. I think it, like the animatronics are pretty cool though. But yeah, <laughs> straight up one time, like no one was there and I went through it and I was like, can you go through it again? They're like, yeah. Really? 
yeah so i just sat That's on it good. for the longest time just like i want to try and take pictures um yeah so i, I super love that one in disneyland it gets a little trickier because like there are a bunch of rides in there that i absolutely fucking love mm-hmm. right um what I always try to go on to go on to, but again, this one also breaks too a lot is Indies, mm-hmm. Indie Adventure Ride. That one's a fun one. That's um, one that I'm like the most I'm excited for, aside from like Star Wars and Marvel stuff. Yeah. Of course, Indie. Yeah, I remember that one, when I wrote it, I was so fucking terrified when I wrote it when I was there last. Did the spider or spider the snake jump at you? I don't like. I don't remember. I've had I just, the snake jump at me and I almost punched it. <laughs> But in reality, you almost narrowly punched the person next to you. <laughs> I mean, down everyone. Grace is swinging again. It's. I mean, it's it's far enough for you, for it not to actually get hit. But you know, yeah. like it's just scary to have a big giant metal or machine like thing come at you in the yeah. shape of a giant, you know, snake. So I just remember when I wrote it last. Um, there was at one point, uh, Indy is up there like hanging from a rope or something yeah or from a ledge and he's like right on top of your car and he's like yelling shit at you like let me out like you know he's like i'm coming aboard i'm coming aboard some shit right Mm -hmm. and i just remember let's go like just yelling as it gets like let's go Andy. and i like i thought it was like (laughs) in my child brain i thought that was a dude up there like an actor they fucking put on a harness just left up there i watched a vlog vlog recently i found out it was a fucking robot and i was like oh that makes more sense Yes, John. They don't actually have people in the rides being characters. <laughs> I, was, I see. That's why I was like, this is amazing. They got a dude up there. <laughs> now I just felt really dumb yelling at a robot. Get in! <laughs> You're a kid. That's part of it. Like that's I wasn't that young, though, Disney, so it's, right? it's kind of funny. But it's a part of the magic of Disney. It doesn't matter. It's Disneyland. Yeah. It's magic. Magic. <laughs> Get in the fuck! I'm, everyone's just gonna laugh after I hear like they hear that story, and then I do it again this trip. I'm like, Indy, come on! I came back for you, man. Let's go. Well, I mean, if it's all of us gonna be in one car, then yeah, we're gonna fuck around. Yeah. But it's like hell yeah! Come on, come on! Get in the car! Get in the car! <laughs> Get in, loser! We're going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't really actually remember if I like the rides are fun, like the fun rides, but I never really went on them a lot. Was like Mat Mat Matador Mat the Matterhorn Matterhorn. Yeah, that one I only went on as an adult and scared the shit out of me because the Yetis pop out everywhere. Um, they said that was closed for a really long time and it just reopened. Yeah, that one was closed for a while because they kept having to fucking change it. Yeah. Or like fix it because it like went too fast or like the things weren't working or just Yeah. Yeah. So I only went on that a couple of times. Um what else? So uh, I found out some shit about uh Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, that's, took, that one's scary. My cousin took uh my nieces to Disney a few weeks ago and she she was like, Yeah, they were pretty good. They rode Space Mountain, Magic Mountain, like all the scary like the the, the big kids rides and they were pretty good on it. Like they weren't scared. And she was like one we didn't Magic take Mountain. Like, I, what? I don't remember. Some mountain. Something <laughs> Splash, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Magic Mountain and Six Flags. <laughs> Whatever. They might have went there too. <laughs> I would go to Splash Mountain too. I'm kinda sad that it's I mean it's gonna be closed for retrofitting and not being racist, but hmm. yeah, I I, I did like that one but you have to be ready to be like 
soaking oh, wet. Yeah, I'm I'm wet all day. <laughs> yeah, change your socks, dude. I just yeah. you're wet the second you sit down because they like the thing doesn't dry, and then also all the water is still in the cab. So mm. your socks, your shoes, it's soaked before you even get to the wet parts. See that's see that's why I was like. That's why you I wear, wear sh- sandals. Yeah, you wear sandals. No. But also, if you wear sandals all day, your feet get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That one's a good one. I would say the scarier ones is, to- is Toad and Snow Mr. White. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. My cousin, she's like, they wrote everything except Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I was like, why? And she's like, you don't know about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? I was like, no, I haven't been since I was like a little. I went and told my whole spiel about not going to Disney. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's a little fucked up. It's a little scary for kids. Maybe some grown-ups. It's fucked up for grown-ups. Yeah. It has no true ending. Like, there's no true... That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. There's no true, like, here's the end of the ride, is you just get to this one really fucked up part, and then you're back at the beginning, and it's like... What? <laughs> That's terrifying. I'm like, coming out There's of no it. end, because this is your life now. It's, it just... It, the ending is the worst possible ending. It's the bad ending. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So if we do go on that one, it's funny. I, I want I, us to. I, go I on really want to go White. on it now. I really want to go on. Mr. We'll Cooper go on that one. one, but I want us to go on Snow White. That one is genuinely fit- terrifying. What's wrong with Snow White? It's scary. Why though? It was is it a so dark ride? scary. It's a dark ride. It's scary because, oh, like. The story of Snow White is she's being hunted the entire time by a witch, right? So you are hunted the entire time by the witch who pops out of fucking nowhere in front of you. What the fuck? It, it, the original ride was so fucked up that they had they to changed it to make it not as scary, but it's still terrifying. Oh, yeah. I would say to go on Pirates, but Pirates is kind of, I mean, if you're okay with a slow ride. It's a slow dark ride, but it's also like the upgrades of pirates is fine if they decide to keep Johnny Depp in there. Is Johnny Depp there? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So I wonder if like for that new fucking Disney Jungle Cruise, I don't know if we're gonna put the rock in there then. Jungle Cruise is literally just you're on a boat and go yeah, around but- an island. There's no character, there's no nothing. So you put the rock in there. It needs some fucking robot rock. No, there's you were outside. There is no. So you build a little island. And it's just the rock lifting weights, no. yelling shit. Focus. <laughs> that's not how it works, John. Why? I love theming. <laughs> no, it works, John. I mean, that'd be hilarious if they did that. That'd but, be I hella mean, it's, funny. You, it's you put literally them in like it's a... a safari cruise. Like it's literally like oh oh the like the one of the last times I went it was like beware of like the hippo that blows bubbles and then you look and then it's blowing bubbles at you like it's not see all right disney listen listen, listen to my pitch <laughs> we can rework the jungle cruise tie it into the movie like you did for the pirates of the caribbean because it's the rock it's disney people want to go watch fucking movies in theaters now so this movie's probably going to make like a billion dollars because uh fast and fast nine made so much money this movie is going to make so much money so here's yeah, my I'm pitch sure. for disneyland to uh update the jungle cruise like grace says it's just a safari so you're gonna be like watch out for the hippo bubbles and your little robot hippo comes out bubble 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 like oh it's <laughs> an elephant and it just like sprays water at people and then they're like oh ah. and then they're like oh it's the most the dangerous yeah, like, the most <laughs> dangerous creature in all of the fucking safari and it just cuts to the rock on a little mini island just flexing hardcore and that's it <laughs> 
I mean, I can see it. Yeah. Oh, God. So, there, yeah, I mean, you could do that one. I do. What I, what, one of the rituals that I always had at Disneyland was always finishing on the Peter Pan ride. And I love the Peter Pan ride. My cousin said that one took hella long. It's because you can only load two people at a time. Oh. Like. <laughs> so you load in two and let's say like there's maybe 20 cars. Mm-hmm. Right. So you load in. It takes forever. And then you have to go through the entire ride and then get off two by two. So oh. it takes forever. I how say, long is the ride? Like five minutes. It's a cool. I loved it. It's still one of my favorites just because it's Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's again, it's also like you're flying. It's not mm-hmm. where you're sitting down and the the motors beneath you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the other track ones. Mm-hmm. It's you're in a flying carriage. So your feet are dangling. Oh, okay. Sort of. I think your feet are dangling. You're dangling. I don't know. But yeah, so I always finish The illusion with that of one. flight. I always finish with that one. Disneyland, like the rides there are usually really kiddie. So they're just fun. It's nostalgic for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thunder Thunder Mountain Railroad is super fun to do at night because it goes sli- it feels like it goes slightly faster. Mm-hmm. And it's also a roller coaster. Okay. And then what else would you do? Oh, I was going to say, if we go to DCA, we should do Goofy's uh, flight school. <laughs> uh, I saw, say again, I saw a video of that and it looked awesome. It's amazing. It's terrifying. That's what they say. They're like, it's a fucking scary ride for kids. It's like, they take you really high. There's really sharp turns. There's no railing. Yeah. So you feel like you're going to tip over. That's so fucking. Like, I remember getting on it and I was like, this is such a cute little kitty ride. And then I was screaming. <laughs> Go you and I couldn't understand why the adults were screaming when I was in line. I was like, oh how how cute they are to be like that for their kids. And I'm like, no, yeah. they're genuinely That's terrified fear. for their life. That's yeah. fear. It's absolute fear. That's yeah. so funny. I mean, there's probably so many other rides, but I just again, like the rides are Disneyland. Yeah. And and I know everyone makes fun of like it's a small world, but like when they did the upgrade to include like the small world Disney characters, I fucking love it. Uh, uh, when when was the update? So I'm trying to figure out if it was updated when I went. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> it's probably like after, like in the late aughts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Long, yeah. long time ago for me. What are you looking forward to? If it's like for um, you, like you don't really remember rides. So is it for I don't remember like the food rides. for you or is it like merch? It's toys, rides, foods and merch. Like it's not really one thing. It's like a combination of all of it, mm, okay. you know, so it's and again, like I'm only going off of vlogs and like what people are telling me, but everyone's saying that Rise of the Resistance is like the best ride. Um, Which one I'm is already, that one? That's, they say it's an experience because they say it's like robot. It's like an upped up version of the Indiana Jones ride, but like it's not on tracks. So mm-hmm. you're just like inside this star cruiser and you're just. Do they still there. have star tours? Yeah. I want to do that too. Okay. So, um, but if I had to pick, I think it's more 
rides and merch. Okay. Because I, I like buying things. You do. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, we'll keep talking about Disney as it grows closer. I feel like the next time we talk, we, we do this every week, but I feel like for through the fucking the magic of this year, next episode, I'm like, all right, next week, it's twelve days away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's starting to get that way. Yeah. Watch it is actually twelve days away next time. <laughs> no, what the fuck? Your math is weird, John. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, uh, we're, we're we're probably gonna keep talking about Disney because uh, that's it's all Disneyland. I want to talk about now. It's Disneyland, yeah. so uh, this is the Disney cast uh, season unofficially. <laughs> um, but yeah, should we talk about Utopia now? I guess. Or... I guess we right. love this show. We do. I think it's just it's. You love this show? I don't think I love this show. Really? Yeah, I don't think I love this show. Okay, is that only because it's too close to home? Yes. Okay. Like, if this came out another time, I might... I don't know if I'd love it still, though. See, I I'd like it. I think it's too early into the the show to decide whether I love something. We're five episodes in. We're more than halfway through. The season, but I don't think the story was supposed to be told in one season, you know? So, like... That's my big concern is like they're going to start revealing a lot of big shit to us towards the end of season one. That's when we watch the UK version. But it's not the same. There's no John Cusack. I know. So. We still have to talk about it though. But I feel like it went really slow in the beginning, which we understood. And now like everything ends on like this insane like reveal. Yeah. Where it was not doing that before. Yeah. So, I don't know. But but you love it. You love it. I, I do. I am able to kind of separate in my head that it is not about now. Mm-hmm. And that, and I get it. Like, Hollywood or, like, filmmakers or just creatives will, like, what is the worst possible scenario? And also look at history and be like, oh, that was the worst possible scenario to happen. And so that shit's going to come up. Mm. And then to be actually living the dystopian timeline in real life Mm -hmm. is a little bit, you know, like it is a, a warped, like Alice in Wonderland type of like, I see the other side of it, Mm. you know? Mm hmm. But I, I don't know, I like Utopia. When it first came out, I was, like, super excited about it. It looked like a really good premise. And then, like, the more that shit happened in the real world and the more that shit happened in this fictional world, I was like, it's it's starting to... I don't want to say it's starting to get predictable. Mm-hmm. But I think because, like, we're watching it later than earlier that I'm like, oh then this is what's possibly going to happen because it happened in real life already for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, as we predict and you're, you have your predictions and I have my prediction. I'm just like, okay, so then what? Like, how is this going to surprise me at this point? Mm-hmm. You know, but I do, th- I do enjoy it. I am kind of sad. It only got the one season. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see how it played out, but yeah, you know. like, I think my thing about not being able to, like, fully love it as much as I would 
it's not just because of the pandemic time but it's also i think it's hard for me to get like invested in something that i know doesn't have an ending especially while you're in it you know see but i feel like because yeah like there's the 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 uk the bbc version mm-hmm. but like it's not the same I know it's like, not going to be the same, but at least it'll give a, a different sense of closure. It would have been interesting to see how, like, America or, like, Hollywood took this on. Mm-hmm. But I think, I feel almost like the UK version is going to be a little more fucked up. Yeah. And I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, maybe. But, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just hard for me to, like, get invested in it right now where I'm like, this is not going to end that they wanted it to as the, like, people created it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's me like still process because one of my favorite shows is uh, that I've been watching during the pandemic was uh, Kim's convenience. Oh yeah. And then they got canceled. Like they got renewed and then the, the, the showrunners just decided to move on. So a bunch of the cast and other people on the crew didn't get to finish telling their story. Even if they got renewed for the sixth season, they're just like, we're done. Yeah. You know? So it, it's kind of the same thing where I was just like, but for that, I, I love that show. I was already invested in it, invested in it. But it would have been different, I think, like it is for now, where I'm like, I'm still experiencing it. And I already have told that there's no ending as opposed to going through it. And then you're still hoping for an ending and then it just gets cut there. Hmm. You know, so I don't know. Hmm. Okay. But wow, we're doing everything we can to not talk about this episode. <laughs> This one was a hard one. This is a hard one. It was this rough. This is one of, like, we've seen, I mean, like, the violence in the other episodes have been violent, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like this one was, like, I don't, it was just a lot all at once. And every, mm-hmm. and there's, like, unearned, like, character development and, like, like just some really stupid, like, you just question some of the motives of, or some of the people who have like still secrets and you're like, why, what is the point of this? Like at this point, yeah. like, why are you keeping that a secret? Right. See, so I, and I think I, that's one of my things about not being able to love it too now, because it's like, it's, it went at such a snail's pace at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. now they're like, we have to finish the season. So everything went to hyper hyperspace. And then now after that, there's nothing beyond that, you know? Yeah. Cause the jump, between like episode three to episode four where yeah. it was like oh openly now he's a bad guy right yeah. and openly now is this and openly like everyone is like okay so everyone's intentions are sort of revealed already right mm-hmm. and it's like okay so how far are they going to take these intentions and they take them pretty far mm-hmm. and i think with this one like we were just always like it was literally like every five minutes we were going what the fuck yeah. So this one was a was a particularly like I don't want to say rough episode, but it was like it it, it just a lot fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not like like you said, it's not even like the the violence of this episode because mm-hmm. we've seen a like and the scale of like violent shit that happens in this show. This is nowhere top of the mountain. You oh know? no, 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 no. So it's just like the things that they're doing is just fucked up. Yeah, I think you also know? because it was just very much like mirroring what we what we've seen before, and mm-hmm. it was just very much like holy shit. 
Yeah. Like for a show to be made right before, you know, to be mm-hmm. filmed right before this shit would happen. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just is very like I th- I think for me it was just very jarring of like you know they thought that was fiction. Yeah. Right. Little did they know what was around the corner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it was just is is just it was just that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it was just it was a lot of like, all right, it's okay. Like, I know they think it's it's. It's so far removed from itself that it's reality now. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was like the weird part for me. Should we do a recap for any listeners who, for whatever reason, decided to make it this far into the episode, oh, but haven't yeah. seen Utopia? So do for it, those people it. who did that, we love you. You literally just clicked this episode to listen to us talk about Disney for 49 <laughs> minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's becoming it's becoming like last time. It's picking over. <laughs> but for those people who tune in just to hear us fucking hang out and talk about everything else but the thing we're supposed to talk about, we love you. You're the best. But <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the Utopia episode that we're supposed to talk about, and we're going to let you know what happened in that episode just in case you don't know what happened in that episode. So here we go. Uh, last week, you, you did a recap for us, Grace, so I'll... I'll take my crack at it, and it's probably not. It's be, probably going to be more confusing than uh, it should be. But uh, episode five <laughs> recap previously on Utopia, Tokyo Drift. Um, so in the last episode, Michael, played by Dwight Schrute, which <laughs> uh, Michael, Doctor Michael, met Dale. Uh, he, D- Dale is a doctor uh, at the town where there's this huge outbreak, and he has a sick kid in the quarantine zone. Uh, and this episode, Michael and da- uh, Michael and Dale get into the quarantine zone, and Michael is trying to give his vaccine to Dale's sick daughter. Uh, but it is revealed to us that Dale's daughter isn't really sick. Uh, they're all that whole little family is actually part of Harvest, and it's uh, not just his daughter; it's actually it's twins, and those two twins sisters are actually kind of hoping that they both get the vaccine or get injected with the virus. Uh, and die and sacrifice themselves for the cause of harvest. Um, so there's three stories, three stories running through this episode. So it's the Michael and Dale story arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Becky, they're the group, the Utopia group. So mm-hmm. for the group that we catch up with, Becky has a seizure. Uh, Grant finds out that he's wanted for the shooting of that family in the last episode, uh, and everyone finds out that their loved ones are dead or in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still on the quest for the missing Utopia pages. Grant tells them he left them with that foster family that took care of him for a little bit. Um, so him and Jessica Rabbit make their way into the city to try and track down those pages. <laughs> uh, foster family hanging out with Arby, so they're going to die. And then they did. Not all of them, though, just the foster mom. Yeah. Little girl gets very traumatized, though, uh, but she's she's alive. Uh, Arby tells Jessica that um, Arby and Jessica have a little uh, some gun foo. They point, disarm each other, do some uh, stuff from movies, and it's pretty <laughs> awesome looking. <laughs> it's done really well, the choreography and the yeah. cinematography. It's very beautiful. It reminds me of that. You see that movie with Christian Bale where he does gun foo a lot, where yeah. he has no emotions. What the yeah. fuck is that movie called? <laughs> the gun foo movie. Gun foo movie. Where everyone's like, it's like the Matrix, but oh, not Jesus as creative. Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are um, you looking it up? Because I'm looking it up. Yeah, I, I literally searched for Christian Equilibrium. Yes. Oh, God. That was not even close to what I thought the title was. I, I For whatever reason, I kept thinking of Gunfu and I thought of Prestige, but that's the magic movie. That's the magic movie. Yeah. That's the one. Um, he's the twin. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Spoilers! Shit. Spoilers! Sorry! <laughs> Great! <laughs> um, it's fine. <laughs> RB and Jessica do some Gunfu. Um... Through, through the gunfu, RB wins, and then he tells Jessica that she will never beat him because uh, beating her at this moment or at the, having their confrontation is his purpose. But he gives her the pages anyway, and then he just kind of leaves. Before he leaves, he says he's kind of moved on beyond his purpose. And he asks her if she's eaten already because she should, because after she sees what's inside the pages of Utopia, she might not want to afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if he and he also says that if Jessica ever wants to find him, he'll be at home. So that's the the John rapid rate of trying to tell you about things that happened in a thing that he saw a week ago. <laughs> but also he has a very bad memory. <laughs> See, OK, Recap. so of all those things, like there was so many fucking annoyances that bothered me. Like, mm. OK, so. With the the main group, basically, okay. it's just them chilling. They're just chilling. They right. play. They're like they're they're pretty much just solving riddles. Yeah. At this point. So and also they're kind of hiding because like they got compromised at the last house they were at, so they went into the city mm-hmm. and then found another rich house to mm-hmm. break into, which I get. That that's the common joke of it of like the rich people don't live here. They have it mm-hmm. their other home or other homes to be at, so it never matters. But I'm also like, okay, so every house, albeit like they've only been at two, have just been stocked with food and clothes and everything they need. Easy. <laughs> it's easy. Very convenient, yeah. right? Plot device. But the thing that like would get me is just it's, it's like okay so no one in the neighborhood heard, heard any of that mm-hmm. no one in the neighborhood heard or saw them running after a child yeah <laughs> or like and it is a neighborhood right like they're in a neighborhood mm-hmm. i feel like they are or like close neighbors or something so it's just like okay so number one that question two fucking becky and ian are still trying to like be with each other after all this bullshit mm-hmm Ian's we still don't know about Ian because Ian's a little bit off to me of just like he's just there to be with Becky and if wherever Becky goes he goes and I'm like you guys have known each other in person for like three days yeah and I get that you've been flirting online for years or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's also still like everyone has a question about Becky or the majority I was going to ask you about that because Wilson Wilson had that moment. He where freaks he, out. He After- freaks out because he finds out his family's dead. And then everyone had like really shitty things happen to them or their families. Yeah, Ian had his grandma get sick with E. coli. Yeah. And um, Grant it- is not wanted for murder. Horrible things are happening. Yeah, right? Everything about bad them is or around them. them. Yeah. Except Becky. And she's just like, well, I don't have anyone close to me. That's why. And he's just like, I just don't trust that. And then Jessica Rabbit is kind of, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica, what's her name? Hyde? Hyde. 
Yeah, I keep saying Jessica Rabbit. Jessica was just kind of able to diffuse the situation, but it's like Harvest doesn't do that. Harvest doesn't make eye patches for people. They kill people, you know, and he's just like, whatever. And he kind of goes there. But do you think there's any, do you think Wilson Wilson has a reason to distrust Becky? No. No? I don't feel that, like her bad thing has already happened. She's dying. Yeah. Like she has a terminal illness. That for some fucking reason she won't tell anybody, mm-hmm. which boggles my fucking mind, because it's just like just tell Wilson, yeah, right. You don't have to tell Jessica, because yeah. I know that the second that Jessica finds out, like she's gonna drop her because she's like a liability or whatever. Yeah. Like, we all we all get that. I'm like just fucking tell Wilson, yeah, right. And it's like it's gonna be revealed at some point that she has this terminal illness. That, you know, whatever happened to her family, she was basically agoraphobic before she met them. Yeah. Like, she never left the house. So, of course, she doesn't have family. There's, like, all these things. So, like, if it's revealed that she has something, then whatever. But, like, at this point, I'm like, oh, the earned thing, the bad thing that's happening to her is this disease. Mm-hmm. Right? My thing is just fucking just tell. Yeah. Just tell the people that you that you have been tortured with and kidnapped with and almost killed multiple times with. Like, tell them they're your group, they're your family now. It's a family, you know. Yeah, your family. Like, listen, take a cue from fucking Vin <laughs> Diesel. And if anything, there's terrible things happening to these people. Now is the perfect opportunity to open up, you know, and just be like, I'm dealing with stuff too. Yeah, because I mean, everyone has their reasons for dystopia. I think that's the thing that's bothering me is everyone has their reasons for dystopia, like mm-hmm. why they want to read Utopia, and it's so much more beyond just oh, this is like the elite comic book, right? Except Ian, like you've mentioned, Ian's dumb. Yeah, but like, do you distrust Ian though? Like, do I you do. think aside from like I him do. making stupid decisions that I think he could that be if, part of Harvest? If, if Becky tells him to leave, he will leave. Like, he's that quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like, I don't know if he has things with Harvest, but I think he's just dumb. Just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. feel like, you know, like, what is their tie in all this at this point? Because mm-hmm. I so- get that they're all invested because now it's real. Right. But before, like, Sam was the most, like, gung-ho about it. She's the one who created the group. And again, I still think something's up with Sam. With Sam. But. Do you have a favorite character in the show? I think that's why I don't love it. Oh, because we don't have an established person we're rooting for? Yeah, like, the person I'm more most invested in is, well, Dr. Michaels, but he's just kind of, like, things are. Thing with Michael, I don't, I don't like him either. I don't like him. Like. He's pushing the story forward the most because things that are around him seem more important, but I don't care about him. But even and I then, still think he's the bad guy. Even then, like his his shit is too picture perfect and he knows something's wrong, but he won't admit it to himself. Mm-hmm. But I, right? Me, it's like, uh, oh, here's this perfect candidate for his vaccine. Uh-huh. And she she all of a sudden doesn't have the virus in her blood anymore, even though, okay, question, biology question, if they are twins, they still have different blood, right? Maybe. (laughs) 
Because I'm questioning that. I know that, like, technically, if they're identical, they should be the same. But there should be differences biology-wise where you can tell. Right? Because he compares, like, new twin to old twin blood. Uh, Twins will have the same blood type with with a few very rare exceptions. Blood type, but, like, other things, though. Like, there's something else to, like, say, hey, this person is from... Oh, this blood yeah. sample is from this specific person. No. Right? There has I f- to be. But I feel like there's a different But that there, whole process, they were just like, let's just do this. Like, and I think Dale, that's the thing Dale was there for, just to like put the pressure on Dr. Michael. Just yeah. Like, just and it. you don't, see don't. it with, with with Michael where he's just like, This is too perfect, but then Dale goes running out. There's a cure. We're saved. There's a cure. And mm-hmm. and even with like like when the FDA comes through. And the only reason, like, he's just like, no, I've already tested this. It should be fine. I've tested this. This is fine. Like, I think it's more so playing to his ego of, like, I'm the one who found this many years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think Christy does that, too. And that's why he comes in with theatrics at the end. Yeah. That was such a weird scene. Like, it, everything's too staged. I feel like everything... And it's supposed to be, right? Like, it's all part of the play that's all, that's all like, already mapped out in Christie Labs, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, I think it's too over the top for me to really care about that part anymore. Yeah. Right? I am invested in the main group to a point. With the, oh, the main character? The main group? Yeah. I don't care about them at all. I'm I'm invested just because like I want to know what happens to Grant. And like there are moments where I see Jessica like I'm interested in what like interested about her. But I feel like because everything's so theatrical mm-hmm. and how like I wanna say this looks really good in comic book form. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what they're trying to do. But translating it on 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 screen, like taking a fictional fictional comic and trying to make real life emulate that. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. So things are a little bit I don't know if it, I understand the acting, but I'm just like it's too easy. Like there are things that are too easy in here and I'm like waiting for something to happen because like with Arby, like all of a sudden this one kid where he's killed multiple children before he shot a baby in a face. Yeah. No problem. But he sees this one kid who kind of dresses like him, who eats the same snacks as him and he freaks yeah. out. He's like, you like chocolate raisins too? <laughs> no. Like he has his, and then all of a sudden, in the next one, he like goes into the house, kills all these cops, kills the mother in front of the kid, and she starts crying. And then he kind of, all of a sudden, has sympathy for her. Yeah. I'm like, I don't buy that shit at all. Yeah. I'm just like, that's too quick of a uh, a turn uh, for me. Yeah. Because he went through the whole thing knowing that his whole entire fucking purpose is to eradicate people off the earth who get in the way of the plan. Yeah. So then at that point, I'm like, okay, so your conviction has gone so 
wrong after this one kid mm-hmm. for some reason. And then he reads what, like maybe five pages mm-hmm. of Utopia. And then, yeah. And then he, he flips on his entire belief of what his purpose is. Yeah. And then he's like, I have a different purpose now. And I was like, what is that purpose? Yeah. What is Find the out point next of episode you now? Because we have, a, we need a cliffhanger for this moment. <laughs> but it's, it's also like, okay. So if he's easy to turn, like then just then like what is the point of Jessica? See, and that's the thing. Everyone who should like Arby turned, uh, the person who they murdered her family turned, turned. and she's, you yeah. know. So it's just like, yeah, she went away from. She was just like, I'm all for the, the cause, but not yeah. where my kids play. And exactly. I was like, bitch, like you have a whole farm of children whose purpose is to be sacrificed. Yeah. Like you, you need to be one of those people who would easily give up your child. Yeah. Right. It's like that. It's like, so it's like that thought, that thought experiment. And they always use this in war of like, you have one crying child on a bus, but the soldiers are near. Do you kill your one child to save everyone on the bus type of thing? Mm -hmm. They did it in MASH. Mm -hmm. And Everyone's like, no, that's my one child. Fuck these strangers, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what she did. And they use that again. When they use that trope, I was like, eh. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't and it's it's pretty obvious that like the children that she had were going to the farm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And all of a sudden she was like No. The line. <laughs> yeah, this is this is where I cross. This is the, the line. line. I yeah. get that we can kill all these other millions of children. And then for the even, cause. even Dale, he was just like, I know that this is their purpose. This is why I've been raising them. Right. But then now. He has like a turn because like all of a sudden he sees them as their as his daughters. Yeah. So it's just like, and I don't buy these turns. It's too soon for me. And that's coming from someone who watches professional wrestling. <laughs> right. I feel, I feel like the turns are, aren't earned enough. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who this fucking Dale guy is to even care about these twin daughters that we also kind of knew were going to be twins in a way. Yeah. Right? And it's like, if you're so indoctrined, because like, Christy, for sure, I'm sure he's going to be like, all right, the kids are gone. Mm-hmm. Right? He's already kind of that way with his own son. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, yeah, so, yeah, I don't understand everyone's change of heart when it comes to the kids. When literally the moment before they like killed a child. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. That this, was another yeah. thing of like, that doesn't, like this redemption arc for them, I don't feel it when it comes to the children. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. See, that's why it's just so hard for me to get invested in anything <laughs> for this show. It's like, I don't like the main group. What about the main group don't you like? I don't... They're just... It's just not interesting to me. <laughs> it's like, I don't like Ian and Becky. Ian, Wilson and yeah, Wilson that's, a, that's a horrible thing. Wilson Wilson is Wilson of... Wilson's funny. Grant is cool, you know. But you're just like... It I seems think... like they're just there. Right now, they're tools for Jessica. Where you're like, she has them around just because she needs them to solve Utopia. 
So she's tools for her, and I don't really think tools are interesting things to follow. Because, because they, I mean, when them. did they stop being interesting for you? After the con. Really? No, so that I think, quickly? No, actually, when they met Jessica. Because when they met Jessica, I was just like, all right, as long as she she's here, everything's fine. And then I was just like, everything, when she showed up, it was just like, she became the main focus of the group. So it wasn't even about the group. It was about Jessica. Hmm. You know? So it's just like, there's no danger. Like when he was getting his eyeball removed, I was just like, Oh, there's shit happening. There's danger here. But now even if like Ian and Becky get into trouble or whatever, I'm just like, like yeah, I'm going to save them. I don't care. About I don't care. Them. Go ahead. Do what you want. Which is kind of true. The only real danger is coming from Jessica. Yeah, where she's like, but even oh, then, she leader. likes Blam. them now. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Grant is growing on her, but then it's just like, it's not a team. It's like Jessica featuring lovable losers. Hmm. You know, so- I think also like the idea that Jessica. At first, it was just like Jessica just needed Utopia, so had to keep them because that was part of the deal. But now that they have Utopia. Mm-hmm. it's just like i need you to help me yeah because apparently they know utopia better than her even though she's lived it mm-hmm. right and okay so if dystopia is the first one and utopia is the sequel is that like the next thing in her path of like she this is where she gets the answers because i don't see uh, utopia giving answers to anybody yeah there literally are no answers at all in any of the pages that they've read. Yeah. Right? Like, like it's all just riddle shit. And even then, like, it, and... it just leads to another question. Yeah, and see, or that big cliffhanger where they're, like, uh, RB was just like, you're not gonna like the things that you, that you find read, in, the, yeah. in the read. Do you care what she reads? Because I don't. I think for me, I'm more interested in the comic. Like, I just want to know what the comic looks like. And I kind of wish that in tandem to it, they would have released like a dystopia comic. Mm -hmm. And then like, here are parts of Utopia. Yeah. Right. I would have appreciated that more because now I'm just like, okay, I'm in it to figure out what's going on with the comic. Yeah. And why is it so like, like relatory what is it called like it reveals mm-hmm. like what is it revealing about the modern world that people don't already know or like what is it predicting for the future and also like it still hasn't talked about like who made the comic mm-hmm. right even though it just showed up in in this woman's grandpa's like hoarder pile house yeah but it like n- no one's ever no one knows who the artist or the author is. See, my I think my my issue with that cliffhanger is the like here's Arby who's seen some shit, you know, like he's caused like, some what, shit. Yeah, he's caused some shit. Like from what we've seen in the time that we've seen him, mm-hmm. he's killed children, people, no, like with no consequence until recently, you know, like he no didn't even feel him. anything when his like basically his partner his, died. 
Yeah, who was his brother. His brother, yeah. So there's like... He just said, oh, casualty of what we do or something. Yeah, so there's no problem there. So here's a dude who has been through it. And then he sees these pages of Utopia and it rattles him so much. So it's either they're going to tell us what those pages were that rattled him so much. But then they kind of work themselves into corner because it has to be some serious shit for you to be like, okay, that would rattle someone like him, you know? Well, Cause otherwise like, I feel like then I think the only thing that would do is like, Oh, the purpose he thought he was supposed to have, which is like, you know, advance, advance this virus, advance the cure, you know, mm-hmm. like move towards that or whatever. I think what's gonna, what's revealed is like, that's just nothing. That's not the mm-hmm. big bad mm-hmm. here, you know? I don't know. Because like the other option, I was thinking they could do a Pulp Fiction where they, it's just always like this thing that everyone's trying to obtain, but we never really see it mm-hmm. in its clarity. So it's just yeah. always that it's thing. It's just the shiny just, in the briefcase. It's the shiny fucking thing, which would kind of be maddening. It's probably what's going to happen. It's probably what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> I'd be surprised, but I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, I love what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it was maybe a year ago <laughs> a year and a half ago no yeah, i think God, like, how long this... we've been in this if it came out in like 2019 i think it would have been an interesting I, thing i think it would have been like it would have been great like two years before give them two seasons and covid hits oh like, yeah, yeah holy shit the fucking they, they prophesized this yeah because then it just becomes a meme and it's like oh the simpsons like yeah. dystopia like the simpsons or something but i feel like I'm just too tired to like care about the I think, fake mysteries. I think that's what it is, is that it's just, it's tiring. Yeah. And it's also like, we've already seen this play out in real life. Mm-hmm. But, but not only that, it's like, aside from the exhaustion from the, the pandemic world, like even if like you take away like my pandemic f- fatigue from the real world and like my disinterest in the f- fictional world, this show is just truly exhausting to watch because of the toll it takes from like it is emotionally heavy it's heavy you know so even if you take away the pandemic aspect it's still exhausting being like that dude killed a lot of kids that's stressful still you know even outside of pandemic times you're just like like they would go so far as to frame a child for mass murder yeah and and the thing is is that no one would really bat an eye because that's actually happened in real life. Like it's mm-hmm. all these things of like, oh, it's not that bad. Kid it, went because on it's killing real. Spree, yeah. you know. People are like, and it's I... not that bad. We're we're putting it through the lens of fictional world. But like for every episode, for it's like, it's just that. So I'm just like, I'm I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe it'll shift in a different way hopefully soon now that they're like pushing the vaccine through which also i just i have to laugh about that shit yeah the way that unfolded where people were chanting to get the vaccine i was like yeah just wait they're gonna have like vaccine lotteries if you wait long enough (laughs) (laughs) just like fuck, because it was just like oh like how quickly everything happened yeah. And just in my head, I just went, okay, so they're gonna be like, 
we want the vaccine. We want the vaccine. And the next episode is just like, the vaccine has chips in it. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm waiting for that shit of just like the absurdity of it because mm-hmm. they think it's absurd. Yeah. Like, this is like the dumbest thing. You, <laughs> the dumbest things humans can do. And then it actually happens, right? Yeah. Or the cruelest things. Like, that was also a thing. It's like, oh, like, what is the worst that humans can do? And it's like, yeah, I saw that four months ago. Mm-hmm. You know? I saw that back in January. We saw that yeah. back in November. Like, it's just like, at this point, it's not... It's just reflecting. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, being... I don't know. Yeah, I kind of wish this did this did come out like a few years earlier yeah might have enjoyed it more and i think at that point a much younger me would have had way more energy to invest in this <laughs> yeah i think now that we're like you know 14 or you know 14 i was gonna say like 40 years older in the past year than mm-hmm. this would have been fun at some point but now at it's some just... point but now i'm just like let me turn off my brain and watch a fucking muscle car fight a submarine in a helicopter <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, that shit's more fun. I'll watch that again. I, yeah. Like, the only mystery I want right now is the mystery of how the fuck is Vin Diesel related to John Cena. That's as far as, like, my mystery <laughs> fucking capabilities can go right now. 2020 has been a year. 2021, let me get some fucking rests. Please. <laughs> it's, it's definitely that. I, I think, like, this, this, we, we kind of want more things like Fast 9. Fast night, yeah. Right, like I, I want, I'd rather want that, you know, I, I want to know that Dom eventually is a double agent and Han is hiding out somewhere, you know, like I want like the absurd absurdity of that versus the absurdity of reality. Exactly. You know, I don't know why I keep having this image in my head, but did one of them punch a snake, a uh, a shark? I don't think point? so. I, I mean, they wouldn't that. have, maybe it was in, was it in Hobbs? Shaw, Hob, no. Hobbs and Shaw. I've only seen that movie once, so I might have to revisit it just to f- answer your question. But I know. I, maybe. If anyone was going to punch a shark, it would be in that movie, though. <laughs> maybe that's in Sharknado. I don't know. Maybe, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> again, this is the Utopia Tokyo Drift mini season. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Disney. We're going to talk about Utopia. We're going to talk about Fast and Furious. Any fucking chance we get. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to talk about this week, Grace, before we <sighs> log off for the week? No, I think I'm okay. I don't... You okay? Yeah, I don't think there's anything that comes to me off the top cool. of my head. Um, I wanted to talk about one thing that's unrelated to Utopia or Fast and Furious or Disney. Mm. I just mm-hmm. wanted to talk about um, the, the news that uh, Richard Donner passed away. Yeah. Uh, I always talk about the Superman movies um, and I love Goonies. So he was the director of both of those movies. So yeah. I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's, it's one of like those things where that movie... Uh, such a big part of my childhood and just yeah. my life growing up. So I just want to talk about it for a little bit. It's it's that feeling of like never being able to go home again. Yeah. Right. And like realizing like, oh, like th- those spaces, those places don't necessarily exist for us as an adults anymore. Mm-hmm. 
like going back and watching the Goonies as an adult is a diff, you know, it hits Different, differently. Yeah. Watching Superman again hits differently. And it's just like, like the, the brilliance of those movies is just like these little things that you don't think about. Right. Like mm-hmm. when Clark is Clark, he slouches, but when he's Superman, like he stands up, like mm-hmm. even that like small gesture. And I, I, and I know that was like a him thing, but like mm-hmm. for the director be like, yeah, that totally fine works. Right. Like you, you yeah. like those little things of like, that was such a good choice. Yeah. That was such a, you know, like with the Goonies, like, fuck, like it's our time down here. Like that is, yeah. that is the thing of the Goonies. Right. When, like I, you- when I was a kid, I had the Superman fucking the dvd of it and then there was like one of my favorite things was like the making of feature of Mm -hmm. superman the original movie and one of the things that really like really fucking captured like my love for that movie and just when they would talk about the making of that movie they were just like before superman it was batman 66 everyone thought of this as like a fucking joke like the draft before richard donner got on to superman it was like it was very jokey. It was very like pop culture heavy of just like his Superman flying through Metropolis and seeing every fucking major celebrity of the 70s and just cracking a joke with them. Mm-hmm. So he brought on Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather. He did this to like kind of make like tell an honest story. And then uh, through that, uh, I remember he, he tells a story of like in his office, he painted this this fucking mural of Superman carrying these like fucking words through and it was just verisimilitude which became the mantra of the movie which is like the appearance of being true or real and he was like superman is important to people he's like it's he's like it's important to a lot of people out there so treat this character even if he is just a comic book character treat him with like sincerity some honesty and just treat him like he's real like show him some respect yeah which like was so important to me because like like without that fucking little bit of love like we probably wouldn't have the same care applied to like the MCU movies or the current mm-hmm. world of superhero movies we live now, like live in now because like Kevin Feige, the guy who runs the MCU, he was like one of the assistants to Richard Donner, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. this, it's like the impact that that dude had uh, like in my life and the world of movies yeah. and superheroes. So important. Well, I feel like like Superman was just it was so to me it was so much more than just a superhero movie Mm -hmm. right because it was just like here is this guy trying to be human Mm -hmm. right and trying to get the nuances of like how do i do this and how do we do that and like how do i be a person and i think that that for me was just like how how does he be clark Mm -hmm. you know how does he be like this everyday person who's you know not necessarily extraordinary but he's extraordinary like when you when you see clark kent you know that he's an amazing person even if he's not superman right there's something just like it's it's this idea of like he saw the the greatness in like the everyday mm-hmm. right and that really shows through of just like how do i how do i carry myself through this day right mm-hmm. and then when when he would you know transform or transfer over or just like now i have to go into work mode you know yeah. it was such a is like i i think it was directed brilliantly and like how he's just like you are just 
an average everyday person who can do something amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so is everyone else. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. You know, like this, this, the idea of like, you have to love this person no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought about that. I was just like, oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. If you wanted a break from the heaviness of Utopia, <laughs> go watch Superman, Superman 2, the Donner Cut, because yeah. before Zack Snyder made it cool, director's cuts, years after they released the theatrical version, Richard Donner did it better. He yeah. did it first, and it didn't take four <laughs> hours of your life. Um, so go watch Superman 1, watch 2, do- director's again. cut. Go watch The Goonies. Um, go watch Lethal Weapon. Go watch Lethal Weapon. He did fucking Lethal Weapon. You can see Murtaugh and Riggs before Riggs really went crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Murtaugh. Murtaugh went crazy. Um, but yeah, guys, um, yeah. thank you for listening this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Usually I say something slightly clever here to kind of tie out, tie in the episode, but I'm kind of out, kind of tired and thinking about Superman. So go watch Superman, go watch Goonies, go watch a fucking Richard Donner movie. Bye, guys! Bye!